Welcome to Bossed Up or Lose Outs podcast, where everything is strictly business. I'm your host, Erica Simpson, and today I have Charmaine W. Strafford with me. Hey, Charmaine! Hi, Erica. I'm so glad you could come on today. I'm glad to be here. Oh, okay. So today, well, let's just start off and you tell me a little bit about who is Miss Charmaine Strafford. Well, I'm Charmaine Strafford. I'm a resident of Lancaster County. Uh, I'm retired. After 35 years in education, I enjoyed working in different schools, Andrew Jackson, uh, to Lewis for High School, and to Lancaster. Okay. Well, today I wanted you to come on and talk to us about grants and grant writing. So tell us a little bit about your background and your experience, how you transitioned from being in the school system, and how did you get to be known in Lancaster County for writing your grants? I don't think I'm known for writing my grants, but I just find that sometimes you have needs and you have no money. So grant writing comes about because you have some needs and you have to find the money to do the things you want to do. Now, I have no experience, no formal training in grant writing, but back in the 80s, I wanted to start a computer class at a middle school. So I wrote one of these little little grants that the school district was offering, and I got it. And along with that, the superintendent decided he would hire a teacher and get the computers. So we had our first computer lab in our middle school back in about 1982. I also wanted to do um, computer-assisted attendance at the school. I was assistant principal, so I wrote a grant for that, and I got it. Then the, print, the superintendent actually went on and bought me my first computer setup, printer and everything. The only thing he asked is that you try it for one year, and then we would go on the system. And it worked so well that in one year's time, we ended up doing computer-assisted um, attendance in 1982. Oh, okay. Okay, so a little bit of success just makes you greedy. <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. And then, I mean, grants. And then for the people that don't have a full understanding of what is a grant. Uh, Basically, a grant is money you don't have to pay back. Okay. I think college students know that, too, because when they get a grant to go to college, they don't have to pay that money back. So we look for grants because you don't have to pay it back. Okay. (laughs) So now that you're in the retirement world... So, is this a part of your giving back to the community now at this point, at this stage in the game? Yes, I um, I couldn't sit down because I was too young after retirement. So, I went to um, Lancaster Housing Authority and worked with some kids over there. So, in order to do get some money to do some of the projects that the kids wanted to do, I had to write small grants. One was to do a drug program in their community. Another was to do a cleanup project in their community. And then we just look for how do we get the money to do the things we want to do. After I, well, I wrote a few grants there, but after I started working with Lancaster County Community Center, there was a lot of need for grants. Fixing the building, getting programs started. So you needed grant money. 
And I don't know if you know this or not, but my first encounter with grants outside of the college setting was through Delta Sigma Theta. And you wrote a grant for our local chapter here. And I went on my first interview because of you on a grant that we had implemented and kind of tell us about the process of how we went on the interview to tell how we had used the funding. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one, but that's what happened. You start writing grants and use the money up and then you forget that you wrote the grant. But Delta Sigma Theta was a joy because Delta has a five-point thrust. And in order to do those five things, we had a small chapter who had to raise monies all the time for fundraisers. But this time we decided that we would try to get some grant monies because we had some very good programs and programs that were useful to the community. So I did write a grant to cover our five-point thrust. And it was quite a success. We did a drug program that was countywide. We loved that. We also did... um, some things like um, teen pregnancy. That was through a grant from the county. I forgot about that. But Delta Sigma Theta is a public service sorority, so almost everything that they do will fall under grants. Okay. So now, have you um, have you only wrote, written grants or had involvement with grants on the nonprofit side, or have you done them also for profit as well? I have never done one for profit. Always non-profit. And how do you go about finding those grants that you do, you know, essentially write and utilize? I always tell people start at home. Lancaster was, is fortunate that we have several grant sources. And you just start at home, find out if you're, if you're eligible for those grants, and then write the grant and see if you can get the monies. Um, J. Mary Sims Foundation is our biggest grant source, and Springs Clothes Foundation is also a, a grant source in our own community. Then you look for small grants, large grants, and just try. And if you don't try, you don't have a chance. <laughs> right. You already know if you don't do it. So... Is it and then tell us a little bit about the process like what kind of tips or what things have you learned over the years with your different grant writing that you wish somebody would have told you back in 1988 when you wrote your first grant or the 1980s I'm sorry oh gosh what do I want to do I, I try to think about what it is I want to do sometimes I search for grants that meet my cause and then I look at their eligibility to see if I'm eligible for that grant based on my background. If not, I just leave it alone. But if I'm eligible, then I look for everything that they are going to ask for. I like to see my grant uh, application from beginning to end so I know what to expect. And I always look at how I'm going to report the end. I never like to take a grant where I can't follow up and tell the people how I use their money. Okay, because how critical is that for future or going back to that organization to get more money? Oh, that's real critical. If you can't prove that you can handle and manage a grant, 
then other people will lose confidence in you. And you know, don't need to come back and you don't need to uh, try others because word of mouth. It goes around that, oh, we gave her $10,000 and she never did tell us how she used that grant. I don't want that to happen. So I'm real cautious about how I use your monies. Right. And then if, as long as you can explain that, then do you think going back to the same source and they're familiar with who you are and how you've done things, do you think that makes it easier when you reapply with some of these same funding sources? The reputation is all you have. <laughs> you better keep that reputation clear. Yes, you go back to, to them for different things and they will recognize that you did a good job before and they'll give you monies. Now, um, as far as when you're coming up with ideas and you say you kind of look at it to see if you're eligible to even qualify for the grant is the first step. And then what about when you're trying to put the title to a grant? How do you go about doing that? Uh, my title comes last. Is there any because particular? I, I'm just fidgety about that when I'm, when I'm putting the grant together. When you get in the middle of it, you may think of one more thing that you needed to include. So it's easier to do the grant and then give it a title last. Okay, because sometimes while you're in the process of writing, you may add or delete things right. that, and then you don't want to have a title that's not fitting to the cause. Exactly. Now, what kind of things do you suggest that people, you know, because um, present? If they are doing a follow-up, what kind of things do you think are very critical in showing your success or your achievement with the grant that you have utilized? That's the evaluation part. You need to evaluate everything you do to see if it was worthwhile. Sometimes you can spend a lot of money on something that shows no progress. And you just need to know that evaluation is great. Great part of it. So where do you, um, how do you do your evaluations for, a, and just as a, you know, just a generalization? Well, the evaluation depends on what you're doing. Some things are just simple as pre and post tests. Some others you may have to show some data. So you have to keep this as you're doing your program or you won't be ready to report it. Most grant, um, grant givers don't really tell you exactly how you have to do it. But you need, to do, you need to learn how to do your evaluation based on what you're doing. Okay. And how do you use, you know, background and resources on the Internet to develop your grants? Internet's good. You don't just need to go on the Internet and get any old thing off the Internet. You need to look for um, reliable resources. Do you know of any reliable resources where you can get data or information from? Well, the, what is it, Ann Casey Foundation? Um, you can go into the um, Robert Woods Foundation. Those, well, Robert Wood Found, uh, Johnson Foundation. All these people do research that save you a lot of time. Just use their research and plug it into your, your grants and see if they're you know, your community is like the ones that they've researched and just used the data. Now, um, what about some of the, you know, websites that you, that are like your go-to sites for grants? Oh, let me think. I like GrantStation. GrantStation is a 
you can actually subscribe to GrantStation and have your own account. And you can research several different types of grants under that. South Carolina has Grant Watch, which is another resource. So you just have to know which ones are best for you. Then do you have to pay for those? You subscribe, yes. Okay. So there is a... so so. Because sometimes you get so caught up in all this money sucking stuff that and produces no results or don't give you the information you need, and then you have a hard time getting them to cancel from charging you every month. So, oh, you can unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, if I if I if I join one, I'm not sure about. I'll pay for the least amount of time that I can. But after I've used one for a while, like Grant Station. And I think maybe I've gotten a few grants based on what I got from that source, then I might take a three-month subscription. Okay. Now, do you ever use that grants.gov? Yeah. Okay. I've, I've never done a federal grant, and I'm, I'm gradually setting up for that. It's so much prerequisite. You have to have your DUNS number, and then you have a SAMS number for federals. So you have to set your your um your paperwork up so that you're eligible to apply for some of those federal grants. I've never done one, even though people say, you know, you just need to try. Now, do you mostly deal with foundations? What about businesses? Like, I see where, like, Lowe's and Facebook right now, because of COVID-19, that they're giving away so many, so much money to different businesses to ha- help through the pandemic. Are you familiar with, you know, individual retail stores? Have you applied? Oh, oh yes. I've applied at Walmart, um, Lowe's, Home Depot. Yes. It depends on what your needs are. Okay. So, regular retail stores, your bigger companies are a great source of their giving back. Right. Don't forget your banks. Okay. They handle our money. We make money for them. So they do have grants to give back. Okay. Now, how do you go about finding out the grants that banks are offering? Type in that bank. <laughs> Type in the name of the bank and just uh, go to their resource, their, home, their human resource department. If you can't get it that way, you just need to call the bank and ask. Uh, because founders used to be real easy just to go to grants. And now they don't list it that way. I actually had to get an employee in the bank to tell me how to get to the grant. Okay, so some of them have it embedded all, within the website. It's so almost th- as if it's hidden. <laughs> okay, so then you another way would be to just to contact somebody at the bank and see if they can help you navigate or get the link to where it needs to be. And don't forget our employee giving. Sometimes uh, they want to match what their employees give. So if you have employees who work for a company, I'll tell you what example, uh, Duke Energy gave us grants because we had an employee who worked for Duke Energy and he want, he gave money every year. He designated where he wanted it to go and uh, they matched it. Oh, okay. So that's another... That's another way to get grants, uh, employees match. Oh, okay. This is very good information. And if... Anything else that you think that people should know that are, you know, trying to get their feet wet with grant writing? Try it. Try with a small one. Try with a big one, whichever one you think you can get. But 
Only thing they can do is tell you no. And I've had a lot of no's. <laughs> <laughs> and you had some? <laughs> and you, it, you, well, you just let it let it be. If you didn't get it, you didn't get it. And go on to the and next go one. go on to the next one. Well, thank you again. I think this information, hopefully, it will um, help even if it's not a nonprofit organization, but some of your for-profit um, organizations will be able to give some or use some of these tips that you've outlined today. Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. You're going to give a bill, ain't you?